and everything. <laughs> We can make it more difficult if you want. <laughs> well, that you know, we do that without trying. Well, I think that's our uh, that's our superpower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Touché. boys. Big night wish kick. Yeah. Where, where, did, where did this come from? Um. So. We don't have cable. I watch YouTube probably 90% of the time. And I, hear uh, I uh, somehow in my suggested videos was like, I was, I was getting this one video. It was this vocal coach reacting to a song. And I was oh, like, yeah, I've seen those ones. They're not bad sometimes. You've seen that? You've watched that? Like vocal coach reactions? Yep. Wow. Okay. Not the guy I thought was going to pipe up and say that. That's great, Cam. Just randomly, randandomly I'm going through and they're like, reaction to uh, heavy metal. I'm like, okay, I watch it. And you see this guy going, real proper British guy going, well, they don't understand what all the big fuss is. And then all of a sudden the guy starts playing guitar. And he's just like, that's amazing. Whoa, 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 whoa. I feel like we've been over this once before. But the guy who seems like he's the busiest of us, all, all of us, every time a YouTube video is brought up, he's like, oh, yeah, no, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I sit in front of a computer all day long. Oh, but can't, you're working, though, buddy. That's you're some job, man. YouTube all day. Love it. Is your boss listening? <laughs> he probably does. <laughs> What's going on, Chris? <laughs> So I was funny. slammed today, sir. Just slammed vocal coach reactions. <laughs> I just love that. Like, oh no, boys, you don't get it. I sit at a computer all day at work. <laughs> so I keep seeing all of YouTube. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my. That's great. Uh, wow. Not the tangent I, I thought that was going to go on, but... Uh, no. Yeah, so, I, well, I get the same ones. So, anyways, this guy was reacting to this Nightwish uh, video, and, like, I was just like, Nightwish? I, was, I remember Nathan being into them, like, 15 years ago. <laughs> and, uh, anyway, and I was just listening to them again, and, like, obviously, you know, it's been a long time. Like, you know, like, they're really good. And the, vo the like the vocalist is amazing and like, you know, it's not overly technical, but they're just like super operatic, cinematic metal. And I was like, this is pretty cool. This is pretty good. Nathan was right. They're you know, 15 years. He, uh, <laughs> he got, he, uh, he converted me without knowing. They're, uh, they're not dream theater. No, they're definitely not. It's. But they're in the realm. Yeah. That's what they're I mean. Like that, that epic. Yeah. I think, um, like, it's more stuff you'd hear in a movie. You don't hear Dream Theater stuff in a movie because, like... You should. You <laughs> probably should. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's, like, more of an acquired taste for most people because there's just, like, so much going on. But with Nightwish, it's just, like, you know, it's very well-written, like, very cinematic-sounding stuff. So, yeah, that's how that all So started. it's good. So, Good. <laughs> if there's any yeah. Nightwish fans out there, uh, you know, 
I, I mean, I, I've only really started listening to them in the last uh, few weeks. So, you know, let me know you, what I'm missing. You sent, the, you sent the link. I made it almost a minute in. You made it where? <laughs> almost a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I made it eight minutes in before Amanda made me shut it off. <laughs> yeah, you said that I that really- night. And I was like, holy cow, he's watching this while the game's on. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm watching the game. Amanda's sitting on the couch, and I'm blaring Nightwish on my phone. And she was Jeremy, like, Jeremy, I to don't be know. truthful, to, to be oh. truthful, they needed something to take their attention off of what was happening. I was waiting for that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, there it was. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking about, Cam. What do you mean? Well, Jeremy, <laughs> I'll let you, I'll tell you. Okay, so a- you guys know... That I'm not a big believer in what I'm about to say. (laughs) But at this point, we have to discuss the possibilities of just a full-blown actual curse. (laughs) Because how can the same team that choked six years ago, seven years ago, eight years ago, be choking now with not one member of the roster being the same? (laughs) Or staff. Or staff, staff. coaching staff, (laughs) the office, everybody's been fired and gone and new people hired and they've drafted well, like leading score in the league, you name it, does not matter. Does not matter. And uh, seven games again. Again. After after having like the series clincher, like, you know. Three uh-huh. opportunities, but this isn't the first time. We've we've somehow we've I've watched them force actually against Boston a seventh game. I can't believe they're actually going seventh games. Maybe they can do it. They go into the third, winning four one. Nope, lose it all in one period. Series over again. Every year it's like this year. I just really thought three games to one, and it's just it's. I saw someone post, and then I'll let Gary chime in because we're the two Leafs fans. You can say what you want about the Sundin era, having never really won anything, but at least they played with heart. Like you knew when they lost, they had left everything out there. Like when they lost, they lost. But they lost trying. And this just, I was yelling at the TV for them to bench Marner. Austin looked, just had this blank stare when they scored again. And the only one that, the only two that kept playing on the ice even with five minutes left of the third, because it's we've seen it before. Is it likely they're going to catch up? No. Is it doable? Yep, we've seen it before. The only two left playing on the ice are Spezza and Nylander. I felt like everyone else just gave up. They yeah, that line home. was was decent. The Kerfoot, uh, Galchenyuk, Nylander line. But and I mean, gosh, we can talk about all we want. That like their second line was handicapped nine minutes into the first game. Like that Tavares loss was a big loss. Yeah. But that's making excuses because you had six more games to figure that you have to be deeper than that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, did it, did it affect it? Yeah. But you have to be a deep team in the playoffs. Like you can't, anybody can go down at any given time. Muzzin was out the last game, but that happens. Lino sat out two games. That happens. Anyway. My blood pressure's going up again, boys. Okay, so, so <laughs> reliving what, the whole thing. What's your thoughts, so Gary? The, he, uh, I. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cam, over to you. 
<laughs> the Curse of Larry Hillman. Okay, what? Larry Hillman, 1967, put a curse on the Toronto Maple Leafs back in 67. Of course he did. <laughs> Do you know why? Do you know why he did? He asked for a pay raise from uh, Punch Imlac. Uh, he he wanted a raise. He wanted five thousand dollar raise in order to bring him up to a salary of twenty thousand. Imlac refused. So he this guy held out for it. So <laughs> Imlac fined him a hundred dollars for each day of his twenty four day lockout holdout. <laughs> And and he was forced to pay the team twenty four hundred dollars, and he swore that he would never let the curse off until they paid him. Is he dead? No, but here's the thing: in two thousand two thousand seventeenth, uh, Brendan Shanahan then paid repaid Hillman twenty four hundred dollars plus interest. What are you talking about? He pay, What do you mean? He, he paid him to get the curse to go away? In 2017, Brendan Shanahan paid him, paid that man $2,400 plus interest to get rid of this curse that supposedly was on them. Well, apparently didn't pay him enough. <laughs> that I'm going to I'm going to extend the curse. I think there's Harold Ballard has something to do with that too. He oh is, yeah. He is dead, but we can't pay him off. Oh, we can find the grave and burn the bones. Man, dark, dark places. I'm yeah. not. I'm not in a healthy state, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm, but man, I hear you because it was the first time I've always seen fans online and stuff like when they've had it or their teams choked. And like I'm used to it. I'm a Leafs fan. Like I, we we haven't won like in my lifetime. Literally, I'm 39. I've not seen a Toronto-Montreal series. I've not seen them get, well, third round one year when I was a kid, I remember. Like, I've not seen it, but yet we're still fans. And I've seen people online burning jerseys or getting mad or posting all their stuff for sale. And five minutes after the loss for sale in Miramichi had like five, six Leafs jerseys up for sale. Five bucks, ten bucks, free to a good home that they were done. And I remember Amanda showing me, and I was like, no, this time I get it. <laughs> it was the first time ever I get it like I was just I just had this moment of like I'm so like I get it uh, I just, someone, I, at, someone at work said they saw a video the guy was standing over the fire and he had the jersey on that's, he said 40 years 40 years and he took the jersey off and threw it in the fire that's the one isn't that Gilmore reply? it was a Doug Gilmore to. jersey oh it was a Gilmore jersey yeah, he responded to that on Twitter and Gilmore saw it yeah yeah Ooh, what did Gilmore say? Well, he just called it out. He was, you know, his point was like, I'm really disappointed to see this. Like, please do not throw them out. There's lots of kids who would be thrilled to have a jersey that can't afford them. So give them, donate them. Yeah, he don't said want jerseys them. are expensive. And like, yeah. But uh, yeah, there was a guy here in Moncton that had like eight of them for sale. And they were, get the, the they were Joe Thornton, Wayne Simmons. And Jason Spezza, like he had eight of them. He went out and bought all of them. Like, like he would have been last, like last year. <laughs> like, oh. I don't know. 
I don't know how many people have a Wayne Simmons Leafs jersey. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he just showed yeah, up. Yeah, certain, certain guys. You, you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So, the way the whole captaincy thing was handled, I thought, was really strange. Um, <laughs> just, like, typically, you know, and I understand there was questions on Matthew's leadership when he was younger. But most, like, I would have assumed that the captaincy should have gone to Matthews, but then you throw in this massive John Tavares signing and he comes in. And what I haven't really understood for since he's signed there is like, who is the franchise player? Is it, is it Matthews or is it Tavares? He's the captain. Like what's the kind of, and it, I, I feel like when I watch the Leafs in this game seven, it kind of reminded me of like, the first few games Team Canada used to have at the Olympics. I say used to because we haven't had them in a while, like Olympic hockey. But yeah. like where you get all of these alpha players and they all sort of come together and it's kind of like no one really plays their best because it's not really clear who the true leader is. Like there's no one that has to step up. And I sort of feel like in the playoffs every year, I don't get this sense that there's one player that really takes the whole thing by the horns and says, okay, boys, like we're going to win. Like, you know what I mean? That's the thing that I find is missing. Yeah. And I think if I'm being honest with you, the closest they have to that now is John Tavares. I, I would agree. But he's still not who I would have pictured full bore. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's that's what I find. It's a little strange. And I wonder now if Tavares never signed there, what kind of player is Matthews? Is he has is he more of a leader because he would have had to grow into that role faster? Like what does that look like without Tavares being there? I know, because Tavares, you know how it's one of those deals like I I I mean, we're not in the locker room, we don't know, but they say like he is trying to fulfill the leadership role. He individually texted every player on that roster. He Skyped into the locker room and talked to them before the game. Like, what else could you expect of him, oh, right? Oh, for sure. And he's out He's out hurt. But you know how, like, it's the same deal that I know I'm a high school teacher and I know how to be a principal. Right. Do I think I'd be good at it? No. <laughs> yeah. Do Would I know what to do, though? Because I know that like the role that the principal has to play. Yeah. Right. And that's how almost I feel about it. Like this is what a leader should do. I guess I'm the captain. I should probably talk to everybody. I should probably try to tell them. And I'm, I'm not saying like, we're not in the locker room. We don't know. Right. And maybe he's, you guys know what I'm trying to say. Like there's a difference between knowing what that role entails and you took it on. And then, it's different again being you're just a born leader and you're just born to do that. Well, that's right. And then again, you probably the hardest task of all is to lead on the ice because you have to play against an opposing team. Yep. So, but that's where like, that's where, you know, everything else seems great. And then it gets to that and it's like a big moment you know, like a power play that could really turn the tide of the game. And of course, like, you know, you can't guarantee you're going to score on a power play, but like, like the, the desperation of the big play, like the, the, something that makes you say like, man, that guy really wants this, you know, it just, I feel like it hasn't, 
been there on the ice. Well, and and the unspoken leadership moments, like I'll give credit to, and maybe this is old school back in the day or whatever, but um, I want to say, gosh, this is going to date me, but I want to say Boston was playing Washington in the playoffs. But I remember someone, um, gosh, guys, I can picture their old goalie. I can picture him, but I'm trying to remember his name. Before Rask. Thomas, Tim Thomas? Yeah. Yeah, Tim Thomas. Tim I could Thomas, picture him not wanting to go to the White House and all that stuff. All right. So I remember someone bumped in to Thomas and all the young guys were on the ice and no one did anything. And Mark Recchi, who's not the captain at the time, takes off his helmet, tosses it to the trainer and says, take my visor off. And I remember having that moment of, you only do that so all the young guns see you do that. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, boys, if you're not going to step up, I guess me, the oldest one sitting here, has to. And I'm not going to go out there and scrap with a visor on, so take my visor off. Yeah. It's literally, without calling them out, you're calling them all out. And there's just that ability to do that un, the, those unspoken things. Well, to let an action speak louder than the words, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. There, there is an alternate universe out there where Dubas signed Corey <laughs> Perry instead of Joe Thornton. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So going forward now, Hyman becomes a free agent. Who knows yep. if he'll stick or not? Already turned down a deal, didn't he? Yep. You got one year left on Riley, so you got to make up your mind on him. Gosh. We're in a flat cap world where you're paying $40 million to four players. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's it. It's gonna be hard next year. Yeah, <laughs> and like, you're in a div- and you're in a division with Tampa, Florida, Boston, <laughs> and Montreal again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, whatever. I'm on the Abs band- bandwagon now. <laughs> Welcome aboard, boys. Actually, like we gotta wrap this up here in about you know get puck drop in an hour. <laughs> well, and I, I wondered like. Like one of my coworkers who's a diehard Montreal fan, but he's not the type of Montreal, like he didn't chirp or anything the next day. He was like, he's very analytical. Wow. He shows Yeah, but he was very analytical. Yeah, but I don't chirp. I, I, did, I don't chirp either, right? So, yeah, but maybe oh, it's just like, I don't know if it's like 30 years of losing, but I just don't <laughs> chirp. <laughs> I, but, I have gotten zero chirps from Habs fans this year. I've gotten sympathy from every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I did too. Like there was wow. some, but they're not. They weren't chirping me. They were chirping other people who were chirping and shouldn't have been. Um, but like I, I, I don't know. Gosh, but I, he he even said he said, "How much do you want to bet the NHL is actually a little bit disappointed, including in Edmonton, because they were probably looking forward to a Matthews versus oh, McDavid." Uh, of course. <laughs> Oh, and then, yes. and then looking time. forward to either Matthews versus McKinnon or McDavid versus McKinnon. Who cares? We just want to see it. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not getting either. Well, <laughs> they're both, they're both gone. Yeah. Well, and, and to add to that, I know it's not the same, it's the old generation, but like Ovechkin and Crosby also not in the playoffs. Like, yep. You know, like uh, all those stories, yeah, yeah that you, you just don't, you don't get them. I mean, no. That's the thing, like, you can, 
That, that's something else we're not talking about too. I mean, what's happening in Edmonton is just mind boggling, but anyway, but I don't know. <laughs> I, well, I can talk about hockey for two hours. But <laughs> I know. And not everyone's into hockey, so we'll move on. Yeah. But know that Mikhail, 11 years old, has called it. He said the abs are taking the whole thing. Really? My man. Yep. Wow. Yeah, he's, he called it. Actually, he, he was kind of calling it before the Leafs were out. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Well, tonight is a big night. If they, can, if they beat Vegas tonight... I think it's a good sign because they. This is a response game. They've been outplayed for about five periods now by Vegas. So, anyways, I won't get into it much as I'd love to. No one cares. No, and don't. <laughs> if you get up three one in the series, I wouldn't rest easy on that one either. Well, well yeah, long- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. The longer the series goes, the better the chance Kadri comes back. Yeah, he's supposed to be back. <laughs> game <Yeah>. six. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, so many rabbit holes we could go down. <laughs> so, boys, it's probably no secret, even with this episode of the podcast, that all four of us like hockey, eh, guys? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And uh, I think we all have our share of uh, maybe some more than others of hockey memorabilia. Yep. In their man cave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. It's on the wall yeah. right now. Well, we found... Uh, we have a sponsor for this episode... It's 506 Breaks. Um, he's in New Brunswick, but will ship anywhere. And what they do is they hold events where if you make a donation, you get a spot and you win um, hockey-related prizes. I'm in. All of them are all of them are autographed. It's unreal. That's awesome. Like we're talking jerseys, pucks, autographed pictures. Like, you know, everything, yeah. just perfect stuff. The other me. night, he gave away as a thank you to his members. It was a replica of the plaque uh, for Mario Lemieux from the Hall of Fame. Wow. So Sweet. Yeah, they're nice. giving away um, some really cool stuff. And they have events where if you give a donation, you get a spot. And they're, they're doing some really cool stuff, giving away some really cool stuff in those events. Uh, mystery boxes for jerseys that you don't, you have no idea what jerseys in that box. Uh, mystery pucks um, they're doing a mystery puck series right now and I know um, I think there's I think there's a McKinnon puck in there that they don't know what, which one it is there's a Matthews there's a Taves for sure um, I got the Malkin puck and uh, that'll be on its way but yeah go check out Stuart at 506 breaks Yeah, you won't be disappointed <laughs> Okay, so are we uh, are we doing in the news? Is that what's going on? Uh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Da, 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 da. Okay. I don't know what song that was. I'm just gonna use you doing that. Oh, great! <laughs> <laughs> I'll just put a bunch of effects on it. <laughs> da, 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 da. Oh no! <laughs> so in the news. A teen shoves a bear to save her family's dogs. I just saw that today. <laughs> it's actually, if, if anyone listening has not seen this, don't do this while driving, of course, but you need to look up this video because they had like a, a porch cam, but it's in California. And uh, the bear had two cubs too, right? So it, it went up from Ooh. one property to the other and climbed over the retaining wall to the backyard where they had um, two dogs. 
and she runs out and she's trying to get her dogs to come in the house. And one of the dogs stays and starts barking at the bear and the bear starts swatting at the dog. And here the 17-year-old girl runns out, two fists, like basically two fist punches the bear, knocks the bear off the wall, picks up the dog and runs (laughs) in the house. Oh man, that's that's like wow. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to look up that one. That one sounds intense. Oh, it's worth it, man. <laughs> I just I think I watched it ten times. <laughs> well, just gore, the, yeah. gore. Do, yeah. <laughs> the bear's Stunner. like Austin, Austin. <laughs> the bear's like I'm not even yeah. mad. Like no one's done that before. <laughs> I'm going this way. Like, who pushes a bear? You win. All right, see ya. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who does that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Normally, it's quite the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Bear, oh bear wins fatality. <laughs> I don't think I go out for a skunk, much less a bear. Cameron <laughs> <laughs> would. I was mowing the lawn the other night and I could oh, smell skunk. I could smell skunk super, super strong. <laughs> <laughs> like it was close by. And I had I had a one thought for a second, like, should I keep mowing or not? <laughs> yeah, I would have went with not. <laughs> just gonna throw that one down for you real quick and just run. <laughs> well, you have like a large field kind of thing behind your house, don't you? There's like a bunch of woods, a big retaining wall behind my house yeah. and then a lot of woods, and there's a lot of construction in the area. A big retaining wall. That's just asking for a bear. <laughs> <laughs> my wall is about eight. It's up above my head. So the bear would have to jump down on me. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd end well. Off the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Off the top rope with the old elbow drop. And somewhere that, and his name was John Cena! Clip, please. (laughs) 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 Oh, my. In other news, a UK drug dealer got caught by police after uh, posting a selfie of himself holding a block of creamy Stilton cheese. (laughs) It's the headlines, I guess, that are making me laugh. (laughs) Cheese photo leads to arrest of Big Cheese drug dealer in Liverpool. (laughs) Big Cheese. That's funny. The literal Big Cheese. British detectives tracked down Carl Stewart after identifying his fingerprints in a photo of Stilton Cheese he posted on an encrypted messaging service. (laughs) Well, how did they see it? No. His fingerprint was on the cheese in the photo. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh that, man. That is just you couldn't you couldn't write that. Sentenced to 13 years, six months in just prison. For some cheese. Jeez. Well, it was for cocaine and heroin. Obviously, but still he got <laughs> caught with a cheese. Like, come on, like were it not for a photo he shared of himself holding the cheese block. From the reputable British retailer, Marks and Spencer, he could still very well be supplying large amounts of drugs. <laughs> I'm, I'm missing the connection here. <laughs> How does cheese turn into cocaine and heroin? 
I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, it can't be if you leave it on the counter because I've done that and I never ended up I've... with narcotics. <laughs> they were looking for this guy and there's a warrant out for him and everything. They can't find him, but then he posts a selfie of himself holding cheese in a store. <laughs> and then they know where the store is, so they go to the, and they find him. <laughs> Stewart was arrested after he posted the photo on the encrypted messaging service EncroChat via his handle Toffee Force. <laughs> Toffee Force. <laughs> Toffee Force. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Unbeknownst to him, the service had been cracked by police in Europe. From that, his palm and fingerprints were analyzed in the photo, and police had their had their man. Big brother. So they identified him from the photo because they they had the fingerprints and palm prints from stuff they'd. Wow. Okay. Big Brother's always watching. I got one wow. for you in the news. Hong, yeah. Kong, Hong Kong parking spot sells for $1.3 million, a world record. For a parking, parking spot. spot. For a parking spot. Okay. Where to park and go where? I don't know. It's called the <laughs> Nicholson Residential Project. was sold by some holding company, and it sold to an unidentified buyer. the The price for for the one hundred and thirty four point five square feet parking lot space amounts to about nine thousand five hundred dollars per square foot. I love that someone figured out the square footage. <laughs> <laughs> Also, it's not amazing enough that it's just for a parking spot, right? It's how much per square foot. Yeah. So yeah. The, the the one before it was in Hong Kong as well. It was uh, 969000 100000 was sold in a 79-story Hong Kong office tower. Wow. That is crazy. <laughs> for a parking spot. For a, for a parking spot. That's what I mean. Like, I understand if... Yeah, no, that's crazy. I've heard in, like, Vancouver and stuff, people rent parking spots for, like, thousands of dollars a month. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've heard that, yeah. 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 Well, it's... Not, there's Not quite millions. <laughs> well, I, 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 it wouldn't be long. Like, some of the properties there, you look at them, and they're kind of like, okay, this property is, you know... 1.5 acres. It's like, okay, yeah, we want, you know, $6 million. Uh, okay, is that all? $6 million? Okay, sure. That's just Maine crazy. my friend? Maine police chief loses license after faking a suspicious person's report to avoid a meeting. <laughs> oh my! That's oh pro level. Oh my! That's that took you to the next level. That yeah. Wow. Freiburg Freiburg Police Chief Joshua Potvin invented Potvin. a suspicious. I know. I know. I know. Nothing gets by him. Invented a suspicious person report so he could ditch a public meeting in February. <laughs> Apparently, common sense got by him. <laughs> a former Maine police chief wanted to skip out of a public meeting so badly that it cost him his career. <laughs> a law enforcement oversight board has decided to revoke the license of the former Freiburg police chief after an investigation found that, that he had been 
who he'd been chief for six years, invented a suspicious person's report so he could ditch a board meeting <laughs> in February of 2020. And they found they caught him that it was a fake report. That is hilarious. Couldn't, <laughs> how bad? Wow. Think of something a, a little less like over the top. <laughs> like, what happens in those well, meetings? Who's ever really? Who's what? ever really going to follow up on the suspicious person report, though? I mean, doesn't those usually just last a couple of days and then get filed away? Yeah. Well, we can't find him. <laughs> it so, seems uh, reasonable to me. <laughs> call Crime Stoppers if you know anything. That's what he was hoping for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what I'd really like to know what that meeting was about now yeah honestly they might have been uh, they might have been discussing uh, UFOs hey speaking oh. of UFOs um, <laughs> can I Captain Segway is back <laughs> <laughs> Best segue ever. I was just reading a report. There will be no UFO disclosure in 2021, at least not from the government. And so I don't know if you guys have heard over the last little bit, but there was supposed to be this report that the U.S. government was going to publish uh, tackling uh, the recent UFO sightings. Now I say, re I mean, recent, there, there's been a few of them like uh, the front, they've released uh, pilot footage, which normally wouldn't get released, but they're releasing it now. And they're just saying, now instead of ignoring it, they're saying, we don't know what that is. Now they're not saying it's aliens, but now they release official footage from yeah. pilots and they're saying, we don't know what it is. So, anyways, apparently there's a, this report was supposed to come out, but they're, there was already sources leaking some of what was on it. And they're saying that in this report, they're just flat out saying that they found no evidence of alien spacecraft, which makes complete sense. But just the fact that, you know, they were officially saying they don't know what it is. Everyone took that as, oh, it's aliens. <laughs> so... Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Unidentified just means it's unidentified. Well, that's it. Yeah. And like, but people take it. Yeah. You should people still automatically take it as a UFO. You should it's still using technology that is unknown. Exactly. Like, yeah. You should still be very interested in the fact that stuff's flying around at seemingly like speeds and directions and change directions that people are saying we don't have a way to make a thing that can do yeah. that. You should Mankind has had um, jet fighters for a long time now. Yeah. But they've still yet to be able to just turn on a 90 degree angle while flying through the air. Yeah. And they just like yeah. instantly like <laughs> drop to these altitudes of that are just like nothing moves like that. And so, yeah, they've anyway, this report that's supposed to come out, apparently someone's already saying that there's going to be nothing on it suggesting. Aliens, no. which you shouldn't be surprised about, but, you know, anyway. All, all of these videos seem to, like, things are coming in and out of the water all the time in them, right? Yep. So can't we just start going into the water and seeing what's down there? I know, right? Like Oak Island type thing? Like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love, I love, I don't, I like, <laughs> I know it's how like, ridiculous. We, we know where it went in the water. We could just go down there and see what happens. Right? <laughs> we do have submarines. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting what here. What possibly go wrong, boys? What could go wrong? <laughs> it's so frustrating because like, you know, I know there's a reason for a lot of things that you know, happen or don't happen that I'll never know why, but I'm just sitting here and I'm like, yeah. well, did you see where it went in? Can you just <laughs> send the guy? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the guy. Uh, call the, the guy. guy. <laughs> send the guy. <laughs> do you have a guy that checks this stuff? Where's the number? Where do we put the number, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody know how to get a hold of the guy? <laughs> I hear he can work on an ice cream machine pretty good too. <laughs> Even like when they're flying and like the, the 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 ones where they're flying, it's like the ones that's like the pulsating triangle thing. And Buddy, you know, I'm like, could Buddy just like take a quick little spin over that way? <laughs> like, could he point the plane over there and just kind of check it out? <laughs> Isn't it yeah. funny that they have all these satellites all over the world and they could they can find one poor sap sitting in the middle of a middle of a jungle or the middle of anything just sitting there and they can take a picture of him like right up close right to his face you know what I mean like within a couple of feet of him and they can't seem to find these huge large objects yeah hmm, seems a little fishy to me I mean are they peeking out the windows in the space station up there can they not like have a look and see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, what do you got down there, boys? <laughs> <laughs> what disappoints me, too, is when Trump was elected, the one thing I thought we had for sure was that if a UFO showed up, he was going to go all in on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All if, in. If, there's... So if, if ever they were going to send a submarine down to look at that thing, it would have been... It was the time, the timing was perfect. <laughs> Trump is yep. president. These things start happening. Yeah. Yep. Oh, there, there he is does no, nothing. There is no other president that you'd want other than him whenever aliens decide to show up. <laughs> no comedy yeah. in the world would ever be written as funny as that. No. No, no. <laughs> no. It's no, like not this, even close. They're like, this is your leader? Really? <laughs> in uh uh, in news related to literally our last episode, a woman had to be forcibly removed from a McDonald's in California for refusing to leave until they fixed the ice cream machine <laughs> so she could get a milkshake. <laughs> that is amazing. She either... I can't make this stuff up. There's a video. She Are either, you serious? She either saw that YouTube video... Or she heard this podcast. I'm going to go with she heard the podcast. <laughs> I'm so tired of you guys doing this to me. Every time I'm here, that's what I want. And you can't serve me my order. I want a milkshake. Yeah. Wow. I'm so tired of you doing this to me. <laughs> we started a revolution, boys. The revolution has begun. Oh, yeah. People have had it. They're done. They want their milkshakes. That wow. is crazy and wild. Wow. Wow. Where's the guy who started that Area 51 event where he tried to get everybody to storm the gates of Area 51? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He should. Why like, doesn't he put his efforts into something useful? <laughs> yeah. We, 
he should start up an event to go to McDonald's headquarters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody wears a t-shirt that says, I'm the guy. You're the guy. <laughs> we the people. Uh, want our ice may our May our hoppers ever be full. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was quite the thing. I couldn't believe that was quite the coincidence. That's hilarious. In other news, just know that the little boy is fine, okay, with what I'm about to say. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, a Texas woman has been arrested. Um, she opened fire on a loose dog running across the street and shot three times. Missing oh. all three times. And one of the bullet ricocheted and hit her five-year-old son. Holy smokes. First Amendment. The, the boy is okay. Not life-threatening injuries. She is in jail. Wow. No way. I wonder why. <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> oh, boy. Was charged with deadly conduct with a firearm, police said in a news release on Tuesday. She allegedly shot at a dog across the street three times with a small caliber pistol and one of the bullets ricocheted and struck her son in the stomach. Wow. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, first, you're right. Neighbors who saw the incident told ABC 13 that Vargas, her son, and another family member were riding their bikes down the street when the dog ran out, and then she pulled the gun. Holy spokes. <laughs> Where are you going, bike ride? <laughs> oh, man. What is that? 50? 50 cal? Oh, man. <laughs> I just wow. picture picture wow. like Schwarzenegger from Terminator 2 with the shotgun on his back, but he's on a mountain bike going down the road. Never know, going on a bike ride. <laughs> America. It happen, boys. Oh, my gosh. America. That's how uh, P.O.D. wrote uh, Youth <laughs> of the Nation. <laughs> Stuff like that. P.O.D. Wow. I remember being a kid. I didn't have, I didn't have guns, but... When we no. played with a BB gun once, I think it was at my cousin's, we took out like a metal mixing bowl and put that on the ground and decided uh, we'd use that as a target. Gary. <laughs> oh, I didn't know where this one's going. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Rick wow. <laughs> We're like sitting on the deck shooting at it. And then we keep hearing BBs hitting the house behind us. And we're like, what's, what's that? <laughs> Did you hear that? Wow. They're shooting wow. us. Wow. <laughs> well, if I'm ever getting attacked by an army of BB gunners, I know what to wear for a helmet. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Cookie sheets on your chest, mixing bowl on your head, you're good to go. Wow. Either that or you're ready to play goalie in street hockey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I think I just found my Halloween costume. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like a guy who's uh, completely lost his mind. <laughs> tinfoil the tinfoil wrapped around it <laughs> he's fine 
phone books taped to the legs. <laughs> in, uh, in Florida news, because I feel like every time we do in the news, something has to happen in Florida. It's because that's where the crazies are. Florida and Germany. Florida. Whoa. Oh. Yeah, Gary. <laughs> that's right. Now we'll we'll never Ad, make top ten in Germany. Adam Carolla used to play a game where they would read a news story and leave out the location, and you had to guess if it was from Florida or Germany. <laughs> <laughs> all right well guess what we're doing in a second i gotta tell you this one from florida and then you're on all right ready okay florida woman posed as a student to promote her instagram page what <laughs> she snuck onto campus pretending she was a student she's 28 years old she printed off pamphlets with her instagram account on it and stood around handing them out to students to follow her on Instagram. <laughs> well, you know, you know that the person is obviously faking because what a what kid is handing out pamphlets? Pamphlets to get people to follow them. I've seen a lot of things, man. Really? I've not seen someone like walking through the aisles. She had a skateboard and a black backpack. And she walked through the hallways of the school recording herself, taking selfie videos and handing out pamphlets to students to follow her on Instagram. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what Pretending a way to be a student. To get arrested. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm impressed. I took it to You're a whole impressed. new level of crazy. Wow. All right. So, Gary, you're on. All right. <laughs> Ready to take the challenge. I'm not going to insult anybody see. here. You're going to insult everybody. What are you talking about? Right now, Tyson is Googling German news. <laughs> That's what he's Googling. Ready? <laughs> Ready? Yep. I am, I am not, but I, I have to have two pages open here at once because I got to. <laughs> Starts reading it in German. Guess where this is from? <laughs> Ich bin ein <laughs> I can only say like three sentences in German. That's all I got. All right. Local firm offering video calls with alpacas during coronavirus shutdown. Florida. I'm going to say Germany. Florida. Boys, it's German. Yes! Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I have taken the inaugural point in the Is It Florida or German News segment. <laughs> <laughs> you said local firm. I thought Germany. You said alpaca. I said Florida. <laughs> you alpaca Ready? to get there? <laughs> Naked sunbather. Germany. Chases wild boar <laughs> after it steals his laptop. <laughs> That's got to be Florida. <laughs> no, I'm going to go with This is a real story. <laughs> Fredericton. <laughs> well. Naked sunbather chases wild boar after it steals his laptop. <laughs> so Jeremy said Florida? Yep. 
All right. Germany. Oh, okay. Cam? Cam's mic is muted now for some reason. <laughs> Cam? Cameron says Miramichi. Cameron is a take his silence from, as Florida from the vote. <laughs> I'm not going to stand for laughing about wild boars. <laughs> <laughs> they need laptops too. <laughs> Cameron is he taking relates a to them being the uh. being the honey badger that he is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a union. Calm yourself. <laughs> What'd you do? Nothing. Oh, just, just, just suddenly you got, I couldn't hear you guys. And then all of a sudden I heard Tyson saying something about mute and it all right. just came so, back. Florida or Germany, Cam? Germany. <clears throat> yeah, it's Germany. That's oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yep. Naked sunbather in Berlin chases wild boar after his laptop stolen. <laughs> <laughs> because right. it, I don't think Florida has wild boars. Well. Not with that yeah, attitude, they don't. Naked sunbather. <laughs> yeah, do. Naked sunbather just screams Europe, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. But I thought, I thought, like the Sunshine State, I was just like, oh, it's water. Ooh. <laughs> All right, let me see here. Gary has another article here. Oh no! <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I noticed that one kind of slipped in. And no. <laughs> no. Oh. How do we read this? <laughs> they even capital they capitalized <laughs> the big word there. Um okay, Jim Goer <laughs> has to call firefighters <laughs> to slice up a dumbbell weight. He had managed to get his um unit <laughs> yeah, yes, let's go with unit. <laughs> Stuck in while training in Germany. Florida. What? Okay. What? How are you training? How is that training? Cameron, you way? just let your imagination <laughs> run wild and you let us know. Nope. I, I don't even want to know. I don't even know. <laughs> one and two and three and one and two and three. Is that the five pound or the ten pound? I can't even. This is a real oh, story. So, cops, that there is, I no one should elaborate oh. on this. However, <laughs> however, so. Whatever, Whatever he's going to try. He was attempting to do. If he had waited some time for things to calm down, <laughs> could that situation not have figured itself like, out? It, it, would depend, it would depend how much pressure was there, I believe, because <laughs> blood might have been held in there <laughs> yeah yes like like a string wrapped around your finger when you were a kid you know what i mean yeah and you wrapped it around your finger too tight and now you got to get it off because the blood can't flow back angle grinders a saw and a hydraulic rescue <laughs> tool 
<laughs> Usually used to prize crash victims to pry, to pry crash victims from vehicle wreckage. Oh, we're, we're used on a to different smash. story. <laughs> no, same story. Oh. <laughs> we're used to smash the 2.5 kilogram disc on Friday. <laughs> I cannot imagine. Wow. It's already bad enough. You're <laughs> sitting there. So doctors have tried to get him out and they can't. And now the fire department's there. And the guy comes in and fires up an angle grinder <laughs> with <laughs> sparks start flying. Oh my God. Oh my God. Wow. Like one false move, you know? Not, <laughs> You're not, not one false move. I'm telling you, there should be a uh, tense moment or two. I'm telling the fire department. You find a, I can't say the word, anesthesiologist. Put me to sleep. Get gas, gas me up. Put me to sleep. Gary. <laughs> Gary. They did. Oh, good. <laughs> they did. <laughs> the victim had to be sedated as firefighters from the city of Worms smashed the weight <laughs> to free his. <laughs> according to Metro News. Smash. Yeah. Why it. do you use the word smash? Hold her. Smashed like. Because they did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> medic <laughs> and I quote this is, the, this is the newspaper firefighters shared a picture of the smashed weight on social media Easy. with some helpful advice for anybody <laughs> for anybody tempted to squeeze their manhood into tight spots <laughs> saying please do not imitate such actions I mean I'm looking at this picture <laughs> and like if you're telling me that that was with the whole situation, you know, <laughs> defused, and it was still in there. Congratulations, buddy. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> are you looking at the weight? <laughs> like, That's, yeah. what are you talking about? Still stuck in there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You win, bud. You still win. Good for you. Wow. Ugh. <laughs> well, wow. uh, see you next month. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> and uh, Cameron's gone. <laughs> off, to, um, off to fill the hopper. <laughs> well, we just, I think, I think he's gone to test out the theory. <laughs> Cameron, you don't have weights in your house, do you? <laughs> He's on Amazon looking right now. And just to follow up to that, do you have any smashed weights? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you guys are going on. But I don't want to know. <laughs> it's all right, buddy. It's all right. I got an angle grinder. I'll be right over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a pole start, though, so hold still. <laughs> <laughs> Shield your eyes. <laughs> Here, put this welding mask on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. Shoot armor on. <laughs> well, lads, we're at, a, we're at about an hour here, though, so do we... Uh... <laughs> what did... Did Zoom not kick us out? I thought it always did that at the end. It did not. I don't know. Oh, Tyson, you started it, did you? Do you have Pro? I do not. 
Huh. He but just, we're not going to question it. We're just going to keep on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Power through. Tyson. Cameron. Do we have any sponsors? <laughs> we do, Cam, but I guess I was hoping to wrap up the show and then record the ad so he can plug it in the... Ah. But now this should all stay. <laughs> <laughs> but normally we wouldn't plug a sponsor at the end of the show, so people we put it at the beginning. <laughs> so we got to record the ad and then put it back. Ah. Uh. Very good. Uh. <laughs> Cameron's pretty proud of himself, guys. He got the sponsor this time. Yeah. Yeah. I got one for once in the first two years. Yay. Ah. 21 episodes. Cam <laughs> got a sponsor. Yeah. He's one, he's one ahead of me. <laughs> yeah. I got one more than him. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so we had angle grinders. Uh. Well, I was going to say the way you brought that up, Cam. Right after that story, I thought the sponsor was going to be like genitalia freeing angle grinder company or something. <laughs> Bas- Vaseline. <laughs> Anti Viagra? Oh. This episode is brought to you by Vaseline. <laughs> That's awesome. Jeremy, you need to use that. Oh Petroli. my. Yep. Petroleum jelly. <laughs> when you're stuck in heavy situations. <laughs> For all your jelly needs. Oh. Jelly tail, yeah? <laughs> On that note, we'll see you next time, guys. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, like, stay subscribe, tuned all if, that stuff. Thank you very stay much. Stay tuned if you want to hear Gary after dark. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, if, the number, wow. if the number eight was human, would it be a boy or a girl? Male or female? <laughs> what? <laughs> all right, folks. See you later. Thanks. See you later. Bye, everybody. Every time a YouTube video is brought up, he's like, oh, yeah, no, I saw that. (laughs) (laughs) I sit in front of a computer all day long. Oh, but you're working, though, buddy. That's some job, man. YouTube all day. (laughs) Is your boss listening? (laughs) (laughs) He probably does. (laughs) You just wasted some of your life listening to the Bush League Podcast. You must stop what you're doing right now. Like and subscribe and leave a five-star rating. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and like us on Facebook.